Welcome to All Takes Matter. It's your boy, Skinny. <laughs> you do AKAs today, man? Or you done with them? Hey, hey man, that's the muscles right there, man. Oh, that's the man. muscles. That's the muscles. Ma, what's going on, man? No, man, I was waiting on your AKAs, man. My AKAs, man. Yeah, you, you, you had them the first two shows, man. Hold on. Oh, 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 man, I forgot about it. Hold on. I'm going to cut. <laughs> Cut, nigga. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back and get all this shit out. Get all this shit out, yo. Damn. Uh, nigga, I gotta see if I can goddamn do what my, my, my what AK stand for, nigga. My hot take, cold take. No, also known as you. You was oh, doing the skinny man. You was doing the uh skinny oh. the pal You was doing all that. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I was just saying, but uh, hold on, nigga. I, I can cut, nigga. Let me see. Yeah, I'm trying to think, do I got an audio cutter? Yeah, I got an audio cutter. Yeah, I got a cutter. All right. Oh, man, you ain't got it. Oh, you start over? Take two. Yeah, I ain't going to put that in the podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, say that, I say that for a blooper reel. You know what I'm saying? I say that for it as a blooper. All right. Well, you can start over there, man. You know, with your energy, with your energy. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, welcome to All Takes Matter. It's your boy Skinny, aka Skinnervis, <laughs> aka Skinny the Pebble, aka The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Oh man! Hey, what, Ma, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? You you got all your AKAs out, man? Hey man, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, known by a lot of things, man. I can't help it. Can I do my AKAs, man? Hey man, get your AKAs in. There man. we go. There we go. Hey, yeah. Hey. This is Jamal, aka Maul, aka Big J, aka uh is God still blessing all the stepdaddies? Uh aka <laughs> What you laughing at, man? AKA <laughs> AKA a- 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 the most righteous man you know. Uh yeah, man. Let's do it. I, I, I don't know why you laughing at is is God still all blessing all the stepdaddies. That's what I was told, man. I was told that. Hey man, God, hey God, go show you blessing out of stuff, Dad. It's definitely about to go on the winning streak, but we'll get to that <laughs> later, man. Hey man, hey man, hey, let's go on to this thing, man. Hey, the week ten, the week ten college football recap, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, bro, I, I think this might have been the best um week of college football, man. This year, man, it, it was a lot of great things happening. So man. far, yeah, so far, I'm still, I'm still rooting for more chaos, but uh, we got a little chaos this weekend, man. So. Let's get into it. All right, let's get into it, Ma. UGA, Tennessee. What was your thoughts, man? Uh, low scoring. Uh, well, lower than I thought the score would be. I thought it would be 38-28. Uh, Tennessee had no chance of getting 28 points on Saturday. Uh, the defense came to play, man. I, I said the uh, keys were going to be Malachi Starks and, and Christopher Smith. Um you know, prevent the, the explosive plays, man, Tennessee can't run the ball. Um, and we just made them try to, you know, dink and dunk their way down the field and they couldn't do it. Um, last year when we played them, they got, they got some big plays, especially on that first drive out the gate last year, but they got none of that this, this game. Um, but impressive, man, impressive win by Georgia. Um, they show why they're the best team in the country. I still think they're the best team in the country by far on a neutral field against Tennessee. I think it still looks the same. Um, but the crowd noise did, you know, the, the crowd uh, in Sanford did make a difference. Um, but even even so, man, I think on a neutral field, we still beat them. That being said, I still think Tennessee is the second best team in the country. Um, credit to them, man. Uh, they've been playing good all year. They just ran into a better team on Saturday. And there you have it, man. Good win by Georgia. Hey, Ball. I mean, I, I told you, you know, I I think we felt the same way, the outcome of the game. But I, I felt like, mm-hmm. you know, Georgia was going to win by 10-plus points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part that I hate I hate the most is that – and I, I want I want to make sure the people can see me on this one. I got to make sure the people can see me. <laughs> Georgia is not Alabama. And as right. long as we start keep comparing Georgia and Alabama, if a team does something to Alabama, that means they're going to be able to do it to Georgia. No, we're better than Alabama, okay? We've been a better team in Alabama. We're the national champions. 
I understand Alabama has six. That day has passed, okay? It's over with. Alabama defense sucks, yeah. all right? It sucks. Georgia defense is the best defense in the nation. It's been that way for two years. However, Alabama, you do have the best player in the nation in Bryce Young. I acknowledge that. But as a team, we're not Alabama. So, Ma, with that being said, I apologize. I had to go on that little rant. Oh, thing. no. You're good. Uh, I agree I agree with that. Yeah. Georgia is not Alabama. It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not It's not, not the same thing. And as long as people try to compare it, and I think that the worst thing that happened that week, man, I, th- I think if, if Tennessee comes in number two, I think we probably would have seen a better game. But I think that the mm-hmm. college football playoff committee gave Georgia and gave us the perfect billboard bulletin board materials saying mm-hmm. that hey, tennessee is about to come in and you're about to be number one and, and, and now georgia's gonna be three and people saying that you know sanford is not kneeling stadium the crowd was rocking the defense was rocking georgia made play especially man-to-man open field tackles um you know you you had a, a heisman favorite a heisman candidate you know they saying the favorite candidate right now um made him look real subpar but mm-hmm. Maul, a lot of he don't have the touchdowns that hendon hooker has but he's this guy right here is leading him in passing yards i mean he's running the ball good he's throwing the ball good i mean um stetson bennett uh, might need to start putting his name in his hat Maul. i'm just saying hey no hey you gotta start putting hey I, I get being the quarterback of the number one team in the country, you know, more times than not gets you to New York, but there, there are other guys having more spectacular years than, than Stetson. And Stetson really isn't having a spectacular, spectacular year. He's having a, a really good year. Um, but there, there are five other guys I can think of that, that should be there over Stetson right now. I, I'm just saying, man, they got to get that man some consideration. He's doing his thing. Now, Ma, okay. the other game, okay. OSU Northwestern. What was your thoughts about that game? Um, awful game by Ohio State. Uh, they came out slow. Um, they can't stop the run. Uh, Northwestern was, you know, I know Northwestern, that's a, a moral victory for them. They weren't expecting to be in that game, but to only give up 21 points, control that game uh, most of the first half by running it. Um Ohio State, man, they got a they got a big game coming up in three weeks against Michigan. Michigan can run that ball. If you can't stop the run against Northwestern, um, and you can't, you know, score more than twenty one points against Northwestern, that might be two in a row for Michigan against Ohio State. Um, Blake Corum can run it, and they can get out to the quarterback in Michigan. Still, even even losing those two guys to the pros, so. Um, Disappointing game from Ohio State. Um, they got to go back to the drawing board. But uh, until uh, until they prove, I guess, the country otherwise, they are a playoff uh, contender. They are a national champion contender. But they're going to have to earn their way there against Michigan in three weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you my, my issue about this game. Mm-hmm. And I just got to go back to the, to the, the, the playoff uh, committee last week. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest things they said they put emphasis on, which the reason you got the number one and number two team was they were saying they're offensive power. Okay, these are offensive powers. And you look at Tennessee and their offense gets shut down. And then you got Ohio State versus Northwestern. And you put up 21 points on, on Northwestern. You struggled mm-hmm. in that game. You know, it was it was a struggle. It was a fight against Northwestern. And people mm-hmm. will say, well, the Big Ten is maybe better. Like, no. You struggle against Northwestern, and uh, Northwestern is the worst team in the Big Ten. So that that ain't got to do with the Big Ten being the second best conference. They, they Northwestern is at the bottom, so that's they can't use that. Hey, hey, Ma, they gonna they gonna they gonna try to use it, right? <laughs> they gonna they gonna they gonna they gonna try to use it, right? And they gonna mm-hmm. stay Northwestern. So, um, I, I look at this game as an L for Ohio State. I mean, if you go in there and struggle oh. struggle against Northwestern, to me. It's an L, and I think the committee really need to take a look at that when they're, you know, when they're evaluating because it seems like the committee, I, I don't know, what they're basing it off of. And so it seems like every week they're basing their, their picks off something different. So Ohio State, Northwestern, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, bad football, Ma. Bad football. Yeah. That's not a – that's – they got to do better, man. But, you know, moving on, man. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame, man. Uh, I told people all year, I've been saying it for a couple years now, Clemson getting to beat up on, you know, a subpar conference in ACC, um, 
man, it, it's it's to their benefit. They they get a they get a cakewalk to the playoff every year because they get to play teams that aren't on their level, um, and they don't get challenged all year. And Notre Dame isn't, you know, they're in a rebuilding, you know, rebuilding phase. And for Notre Dame to come in there and go up twenty eight nothing, score twenty eight unanswered on you in a rebuilding year, um, says a lot, man. Because Notre Dame, I mean, they lost to Marshall. <laughs> like they lost to Marshall at home. <laughs> and you lose to that Notre Dame team. Now, credit to Notre Dame. They've getting they've gotten better um every week. Um, so they're building, but Clemson is just not good, man. DJ uh, Uyangale is not that good. Uh, he is not living up to that five-star rating he had coming out of high school. Um, and Dabo, Dabo's always had a, a great quarterback, a great college quarterback. And DJ is not that. Even Kelly Kelly Bryant was a great college quarterback. Um, you know, you had Boyd and, and Lawrence and Watson. Uyangale ain't that guy. Um, so until he finds a quarterback, I don't think he's going to be able to, you know, compete for a national championship. He may win the ACC. He'll probably win ACC this year. But national championship contender? No. You can't lose to Notre Dame, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, my, my, my I'm going to split on this game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Based on, you know, the conversation that we had. Um, You know how I feel about Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a team I feel like I always get the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Um. Clemson is another team that I always feel like they get the benefit of the doubt. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I agree with you. Clemson is not good. They, you know, however, when Clemson makes it to the playoff, they generally can compete or beat the best team. That's why I give Clemson their respect is like, OK, you've gotten to the stage and you've won at the stage, you know, multiple times. I, you know, if I'm off the top of my head, I think Clemson played in four national championships over these past years. So I understand the respect that Clemson gets. Um, but no, they're, they're, they're not good. And Notre Dame is not good either. You know what I'm saying? So let's just be let's just be clear. I mean, on so so who is who is oh, more not good? Because one oh. team was up twenty eight to nothing. Yeah, I, I, I think this year um, Notre, Notre Dame might be a little bit more not good mm-hmm. than 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 Clemson. However, neither one of these teams are good. And, you know, mm-hmm. now I think if you take any one of these teams and you put them in a playoff scenario, just like the voters wanted to put Clemson in at number four. And me and you both said on here is that how is Clemson four? Like, what did you see that made Clemson four and that you think that the gap between Georgia and Clemson is closer than the gap between Tennessee and Clemson or Ohio State and Clemson? Like, no, like Clemson hadn't been good all year long, but you said that was the fourth best team. And, yeah. um, a part of me, like I say, I, Notre Dame is not one of my favorite teams. Um, Clemson, you know, with that number four rating, uh, I, I wanted to see, I hate to say this, but I, I, I wanted to see Notre Dame go in there and beat them, but I didn't think Notre Dame would go in there and dominate them. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Notre Dame was going to be pure domination, y'all. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I don't think anybody saw that, but I, I did think Notre Dame would beat them. Um, but yeah, 28 nothing is very surprising. I, I didn't think, and it, it is a any given Saturday. I, if they play that game 10 times, Clemson may win five, but I don't think if you play that game 10 times, Notre Dame goes up 28 nothing either. So, uh, I don't know, man. Clemson, I, I don't see how people like the voters, not, not the, not the people, but the, the committee said that Clemson is better than Alabama if they saw both of them on the field. Like how do you how do you say that? Even Oregon, like I, I get, uh, I go back to week one. Georgia blew out Oregon, but if you look at Oregon since then, is t- Clemson really better than Oregon? I don't think so. I don't think so. Are they better than TCU? Don't think so. Like that four ranking was solely based on what they thought uh, going into the season, which I think they were top five ranked coming into the season, and that's all it was, man. They they didn't really believe they were the fourth best team in the country. Now, Ma, I want to hop into this next one, man, and um, because mm-hmm. like I told you, I, I'm I'm not big on Notre Dame, but I think we find out found out uh Saturday why Brian Kelly went to LSU. <laughs> I think we found out on Saturday why Brian Kelly went to LSU. Why is that? Hey man, he got a shot. He got talent. 
and he has a shot. You know, I know we had a conversation early in the year, and you saying, hey, why make your road harder when you could just go to Notre Dame and walk in? But when mm-hmm. you really got athletes and the type of talent that LSU has, and these are not even his guys, okay? These are some of Eddie O's guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to come in and you beat Alabama. Now, again, I'm going to say this again on the show. Um, Alabama is not good. Let's not mistake it. Alabama is not good. Offensively, they are. Alabama's not good, but um, I was glad to see LSU beat Alabama. But the part that hurt me the most, Ma, and um, is that I think this is just for me, okay? This is just for me. You know, all takes matter here, okay? <clears throat> I think out of the quarterbacks that Alabama has had, um, you know, you got Tua, you've got Mac Jones, you got Jalen Hurts, and this has been this new that new regime of Alabama quarterback, Alabama offense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bryce Young has the Heisman. Bryce Young is the best quarterback to come through Alabama, and I just hate it because Alabama has failed him, and people are not going to remember how great Bryce Young is and was in an Alabama uniform because their defense cannot make a stop and bail this man out. When this man time and time again makes plays, put Alabama back in front, and mm-hmm. you just need your defense to make a stop. And we, Alabama is really, Ma, being honest with you, Alabama is two stops away from being undefeated. Just two stops. If the defense can make two stops in the secondary, you're yeah. undefeated. But we saw this coming with Texas when Texas was mm-hmm. airing the field out. And then you saw it again with Tennessee. And if you make a stop, and, and y'all think, Alabama was down big, and people say, well, Hendon Hooker made his name in that game, but he did not outplay Bryce Young that game. Bryce Young threw for over 400 yards that game. He outdid him. And now you're going to LSU, and people say, well, Bryce played a bad game. Bryce did enough. Every time you went down, he led the drive back and got you you the touchdown. He Mm -hmm. put you up in overtime. Defense, you give up a big play in overtime, and then you get beat. On the two-point conversion, Brian Kelly said, no, we ain't playing overtime. We don't – listen, we respect your offense more than we respect your defense, that we are going to go ahead and take this game right now because we don't respect your defense and win it right now to give Bryce Young another <laughs> chance, man. So, <laughs> hey, this right here, good for Bama. Hey, I'm glad Bama lost. We're not Bama. It's <laughs> a lot to unpack that, man. First things first. Um I agree. I agree with you on the Brian Kelly thing. Um, Yeah, you go there because you can get better athletes. You can get paid more. I give you that. Um, But just like Dabo and Clemson, the road is easy at Notre Dame uh, to get to the playoff. Now, credit to to BK, first year, uh, unless something strange happens, he'll be facing Georgia in in, in the the Mercedes-Benz on the first Saturday in uh, December. so credit to them. Uh, second thing, been saying it for five years. The front seven for Alabama, always great. The secondary has been awful for at least five years. They they can't they can't stop big plays, and if they don't get a pass rush, which the front seven sometimes they they do uh, get get stalemated uh, at, at the line. If they don't get to the quarterback, that secondary is in trouble. I guess third thing, credit to LSU and a rebuilding year, being able to beat Alabama, being able to win the West um, in overtime, going for it. Um, we, we were in the room and everybody to a man, why are you going for it? Why are you going for it? And you're at home too. Why are you going for it at home? But man, the, the, the stones on BK to go for that two for, for two and win that game and not not put it in uh, the defense's hands to stop Brian uh, Bryce Young. Credit to him, man. Jaden Daniels. I thought Jaden Daniels was 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 a good quarterback at Arizona State. And first game of the year when they played Florida State, I was like, man, is Jaden Jaden Daniels is he any good? Because uh, I I don't man, I thought he was better than this. He's slowly coming on. Uh, the history of quarterbacks to beat Nick Saban are guys who can move and guys who can throw on the run and guys who just not statues in the pocket. And he made plays with his legs. He went and won that game for them. Bryce Young, something's wrong with Bryce Young. Uh, he didn't play well uh, in that game. He, 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 he did enough to win the game, 
but that wasn't Bryce Young. Something's still wrong with that shoulder, man. Um, 25 of uh, 51 is not Bryce Young. Like, um, also, he doesn't have the safety blankets that he had last year. The same safety blankets that Mac Jones had and Tua had. He don't have NFL receivers on his roster right now. Not not to this point. They may develop, you know, into that as they they go on with their careers at Alabama. But he doesn't have Mechie. He doesn't have Jameson Williams. He has uh, Jameer Gibbs, who's pretty good. But other than that, that's the only real weapon he has alongside of him. So he has to do extra. And, you know, with that shoulder being bum, uh, they fail, man. They fail to LSU, man. The LSU got a real good defense. They're young. But they got a real good defense, man, and that's all recipe for <laughs> losing in Death Valley, man. And that, and that's what they did. Right, man, credit to LSU, man. Now, Ma, I want to ask you this question right here because um, LSU, like you say, LSU going to be playing for the West. Um, do you do you see this as a change in the guard to where LSU saying, hey, we're about to take the West back over? I mean, it's always been a jockey between Alabama and LSU, but do you think it's uh, Brian Kelly's about to finally dethrone Alabama? I mean, I mean, it's a good start in that direction. I mean, your first your first year, you beat Alabama. Like, it can, it can only go up from here, right? I mean, you got a quarterback in Jay Daines for another year. Um, Like I said, you got sophomores and juniors on that defense. Uh, I think Butte is going to leave because he's a he's a you know first round prospect, but um, I'm sure they have other receivers there that that can fill in. But changing of the guard, let's let's wait for a while. But it may be, maybe. I, the decline of Alabama football, man. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, Bob, the rankings came out last night. Mm-hmm. How you feel about the top six this go round? top six looks great um if you're a tennessee fan you should be ecstatic because the the committee did you a favor putting you at one last week um if you if you would have been five last week this might be a different story because you would have failed you would have failed about eight nine ten but because you were one you failed to five now don't get me wrong i still think you're the second best team in the country but they also did you a big favor because they can look back at week one and say, well, we thought you were this good going into the first, you know, uh, playoff rankings. So we're going to drop you to five. We, we like what you've done up to now. If you finish it out 11 and one, you won't go to the SEC championship game, but that don't matter. You'll still be top four because Ohio State and Michigan got to play each other. Uh, LSU, I, I don't think LSU, even with a win in the SEC championship game against Georgia, I don't think, well, they may jump you, but I don't think so with two, with two losses. Um, TCU, I don't think TCU is going to go undefeated. So TCU is probably going to fall. Tennessee will end up being second or third in the, in the final college football playoff rankings when it's all said and done. Uh, Oregon, uh, I, I said last week, I think they're top six. They should have been top six last week, but you know, next week they, they proved me right. They are top six. Uh, Alabama is gone. Uh, LSU sitting at seven is, is real tricky. Um, but, uh, TCU, man, they got a big game this week at, uh, against Texas. College game day is going to be there. Uh, if Quinn Ewer shows up, TCU might be out of there, man. And we got chaos. I want chaos. I'm looking for chaos. Um, so we got a little bit of it uh, last week with Clemson losing. Uh, so I'm looking for some more this week, man. You know what? When we start the show off in episode four, man, next week we're going to do some more AKAs, man. We're going to start calling you Chaos Mall, man. <laughs> AKA, AKA Chaotic, right? Oh, because you, man. Because you, you love this chaos. But uh, hey, I, 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 I ain't mad at you. I mean, that's what makes college football great, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I think the I think the top six, I think, you know, I like the order. You know, Georgia, Georgia won. Um, mm-hmm. Ohio State, too. You know, I, I felt like Michigan – should have been in there um, being an undefeated team. And I felt like Michigan was disrespected um, with them being the winner of the Big Ten uh, last year. Even though I know last year it don't matter, but other guys are being respected based off what they did last year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I felt like Michigan didn't get their proper respect because their common game, the, the reason you're putting Ohio State too, is mainly the common game between Penn State, which, you know, 
I guess if you beat Penn State every year, that's like a major victory. It's like, oh my God, they beat Penn State, right? Like Penn State, all, ain't the, been, all the team they beat this year, man. Yeah, I mean Penn State ain't been good, Maul, in, in in thirty years. But if you beat Penn State, <laughs> like it does something to your resume because you beat Penn State, right? Yeah. Um, but Ohio State beat Penn State, and I guess you say Ohio State beat Notre Dame, and I guess that gives them a boost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they both beat Iowa. Um, so. Yeah, I think the 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 only only win that Ohio State has over you know Michigan is the Notre Dame win, and if Notre Dame keeps winning, it looks better for Ohio State. So, and, and so you know when you when you look at that for me, um, I'm like okay, Michigan, you know two or three between the two, I, I'm okay with. Uh, but mm-hmm. TCU ball, like I say, uh, TCU is a team that's been disrespected because TCU has more ranked victories than than uh, Ohio State <laughs> and Michigan combined. Oh, they do. They have four straight. They have four straight weeks of beating ranked teams. So you're right. So if you give Tennessee the number one ranking based off what they did based on the ranked teams they've beaten, why do you hold back on TCU based on the ranked teams that they have beat? All right, TCU. They didn't. What TCU was what fifth last week? Why TCU not number two this week? I mean Tennessee. Tennessee beat Alabama, who was number what two. At the time, so that that's a bit like Tennessee does have ranked wins, they but do. I don't think I don't think any of them were in the top ten. Uh, if if it was, I think it was Oklahoma State who was like eight or nine. So they don't have a win like Tennessee has against Alabama. Um, so I, yeah. I understand. Them. I mean, they five. So if you keep winning, you win. Yeah, you keep you keep you keep winning. I mean, you got TCU at four, but my deal is that their resume is better than Ohio State and Michigan combined at this point. Yeah, but that goes to my point when you look at the teams. Mm-hmm. Like the, the resume is one thing. Looking at them on paper is one thing. But what about actually look at them on the field? If you look at them on the field, TCU is not better than Ohio State. I don't think. I don't think they're better than Tennessee. I don't think they're better than Michigan. Mm-hmm. But resume-wise, yeah, their resume is definitely better than Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, so I like I like TCU at number two. I mean, that's why the part that mm-hmm. I think they 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 you know they got it wrong. I was doing it. You know, uh, Georgia B one TCU. So you like TCU over Tennessee? Uh, no, not overall, not overall. I, I think Tennessee. Okay. I'm with you. I think Tennessee is the is the is the second best team in the country, but they have a loss right now. And so, mm-hmm. being undefeated, if we're just talking about the four undefeateds right now, I think TCU should be number two, and then you do the Ohio State and Michigan, at, Michigan. Three, okay. at three and four. You know, but I like I told like me and you discussed, it's gonna be some chaos because Ohio State and Michigan gonna have a loss. Mm-hmm. And so my question is, Maul, is that we feel both of us feel like Tennessee has done enough to already be into the playoffs. All right? yeah. We feel like both they, they've done enough. OK. And yeah. we feel like Georgia, if Georgia go ahead and went out or when Georgia's done enough to be in the playoffs. OK. Mm-hmm. What about and so if TCU loses and you still got Oregon on the outside looking in, but that that loser of the Ohio State Michigan game is in a weird position because the same reason that you're saying Tennessee could get in because they lost to the number one team in the country, mm-hmm. the loser between Michigan and Ohio State will have a loss to the second or third team in the country. And now they're on the outside looking in. So this is what you're going to have. You're going to have Oregon that lost to the best team in the country. Yeah, You're going to have Ohio State or Michigan that lost to the second best team in the country. And mm-hmm. then you got Tennessee that lost to the best team in the country. So you already know mm-hmm. the one of the Big Ten, the one of the SEC is in. Mm-hmm. You're going to have two out of three one-loss schools, maybe four one-loss mm-hmm. schools that's, fight, that's fighting over two spots. But two of those guys are probably poss- can possibly be conference champions, and two of them probably would not be conference champions. What do you do? I, I love Oregon. Oregon and TCU are going to have to earn it because Oregon has Washington – has Utah and the at Oregon State um, last week of the season, and they have a, a Pac-12 championship game. Uh, who could be USC or Utah, depending depending on how it shakes out. TCU also has to earn it too because they got Texas this week. Um, I believe they got Iowa State and Baylor. All those games are going. You, you got to win those games. Those aren't easy games by by far. And then if you win that, if you if you you know win all three still got the, the big 12 champion um the, those two teams if they run the table those like if, if you, let's say uh oregon goes 12 and one okay are you taking a one loss michigan or one loss ohio state over oregon if they're 12 and one 
and their only loss is to Georgia. That's that's the chaos. Are you taking a thirteen and old TCU or one loss Ohio State or one loss Michigan? You got to take the thirteen and old TCU. So I'm saying, but TCU and Oregon, uh, Oregon still have uh, they got some work to do. Um, TCU starting this week, and Oregon got Washington, who's been playing okay. Um, Oregon State is a tricky one because they can play defense. They can really play defense, and you got Utah. So they're gonna have to earn it, man. I, I like I said, I'm rooting for chaos. And if one of those, if Oregon loses before the Pac-12 championship, they're out. So they at least gotta be. Well, they gotta win. They gotta win out to they get in. Win out. Yeah. They, so win out. So. Oregon. I wouldn't. I wouldn't predict them to win. Went out. So if they lose, that's they're gone. That brings LSU into the conversation. That brings USC into the conversation. If USC, USC has Notre Dame left. Um, they have UCLA, UCLA left, and they have I forgot who they got this week. But let's say they go undefeated and Oregon beats Utah. That means USC and Oregon play for the Pac-12 championship. And let's say USC beats Oregon, USC gonna be in a playoff, which I predicted. Uh, before the season, like it's it's a lot that can happen in these last three four weeks, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Ma. I'm gonna tell you the only answer to all this. Mm-hmm. And you got all these guys that go into a room every every week now, <laughs> and they discuss things. But mm-hmm. for some reason, Ma, and this just this is just uh, 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 another one of my little soapbox. If you can just be with me for 45 seconds, okay, 40 mm-hmm. just 45 seconds. Every state in the United States that had that participation football has a football playoff. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and here where we at in Georgia, you have 32 teams per classification, right? And we're talking about eight classifications, 32 teams per classification. You have a playoff. Mm-hmm. You go to division three football mall. They have a playoffs. You go to D two football mall. They have a playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. You go to, the, the 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 championship series, Ma, they have a playoffs. Yep. And you're telling me in the, the the bowl subdivision that these guys say, hey, it's gonna take us years <laughs> to come up with a scenario to where we can have more than four teams. Make sure that four teams play in the playoffs. Yeah. That that's the issue because it's it's it is a bunch of teams, Ma, that I would want to see. Let's say if you know it's gonna be some guys that's gonna get snubbed, but if you got eight eight teams and you got eight teams that has at least one loss, mm-hmm. man, they, let them let them play for it. I'm not asking for 32 teams in the college football playoffs. I I'm not asking for 64. Just give me eight. You can give us eight to twelve and let these guys go for it. We've seen plenty of models. They can make it bold, neutral sites, however they hold mm-hmm. it. They can make those things happen, and so. Yeah. Expand the playoffs. That's my that's that's my expanded. We would love playoffs. I don't want to see meaningless bowl games in December that I, I generally don't watch. I don't want to watch these games and then you get a school from the the whatever conference beat a big school and they say, Oh, we beat them. Yeah, majority of the guys was out. They about to go pro. They're yeah. not playing. It don't mean much to the big guys. People say, Well, bowl games matter. Yeah, it means something to you if you're a smaller school. But if you got college football playoff aspirations, like if, mm-hmm. if, if Alabama lose the bowl game this year, I'm not gonna be wow, Alabama lost them in the bowl game. No, they ain't gonna matter. care. They're not going to care. It's over with, right? And so a lot of people say, well, the bowls matter. If you don't play football, the bowl, no, it matters to the smaller schools. The big schools don't matter. To to that, though, um, this is going to get expedited. Now that Alabama won't be there this year. Uh, don't be surprised if next year <laughs> we got an 8 or 12 because uh, I don't care what anybody say. Um, the country uh, – ESPN, College Football Committee, Playoff Committee, they're all partial to Alabama, man. Um, if they if they would have had one loss, um, they would have tried their hardest to get them into the playoff. But watch now that they have two and won't be there. They're going to try to get this uh, going next year. Guarantee you. They're going to have to get it also, like I'm, I'm calling this now, because you might be in a situation where you're definitely going to have two SEC teams. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm predicting you're going to have two Big Ten teams in there, too. So I think it's going to be a Big Ten SEC player. I think Ohio State and Michigan, both both teams get in, man, with one loss. <laughs> so, so, so it's going to be Georgia against the team that loses the Ohio State-Michigan game. And the winner going to face Tennessee? Going to face Tennessee. <laughs> hey, hey, Ma. That's going to be funny. And you're going to see the country explode, too. Oh, yeah. When you see Georgia versus Tennessee. For this gonna be a, this going to be a civil war, man. North versus South, man. This is going to split the country, man. Hey, this is going to be the fourth. Now, this is going to be in the last, what, 11, 12 national championships. It's going to be the fourth all-SEC championship that's coming up, man. So, man, they're going to hate this. I want to see the country explode, man. All-SEC championship. Oh, man. that's going to be fun. Now, Ma, we're going to move on to the, um, the NFL. Now, I'm going to tell you, Ma, it wasn't a bunch of exciting things to me um, mm-hmm. in the NFL. But, you know, it's one thing that I, I really want to say um, that I was excited about mm-hmm. um, this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, the Denver Broncos did not lose um, this week, man. So I had, I had a good weekend. I got to see Georgia win. And I did not get to experience the Broncos losing, man. And so right now, man, I two weeks in a row. I guess uh, God was yeah. blessed with that or something. Hey, God still blessing man. our stepdaddies, man. God still blessing our stepdaddies, on a, man. On a bye week, on a bye week, huh? Hey, man, we ain't lose, man. So, uh, Denver, Denver still sitting good over here, man. So, uh, uh, you know, we going to, you know, week three, man, uh, of a winning streak, I hear man. You. Uh, you know, hey, it's a, it's technically a three week winning streak. You know, what I'm saying if we go ahead and win, you know, because we, we didn't lose, man. So, uh, I'm proud of that, man. So, uh, anything you seen this, um, this past week, man, that made you excited about the NFL? Um, two of the MVP, man, uh, start those, start those campaigns, man. Uh, two has been impressive, man. I, I've told the people he is, uh, the best quarterback to come out of Alabama. Um, and he's going to show people that, um, people are so, so caught up on, he can't throw an 80 yard, uh, uh, pass. Come on, man. That ain't what being an NFL quarterback is about. The man can get it the way it need to go on time accurately. Um, Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> shout out to that DSGB man. Uh, that boy ain't got much to work with up there, man. But uh, he's competing. That boy, player, man. Uh, when they get him a team, when they put some talent around him, man, y'all better look out, man. Um, Seattle still rolling. Um, Tom Brady finally got him a win, man. Look at him. They they tied with my Falcons for for the NFC South League. The Falcons fumbled the bag. Um, uh, Trayvon Graham, Trayvon Graham uh, fumbling at the end of the game. Didn't cost us the game, but it very well could have won us the game if he would have just held onto the ball <laughs> at the end of that and uh, not give it back to the Chargers. Um, and Rodgers, man, uh, that boy done. I, I, don't, I don't know. He just, he don't look like he want to play football no more, man. Um, hold on, real fast. I, I, I don't real get fan, it, man. I don't fan. get it. Aaron Rodgers, dog, man. Dog, he gotta be like dog. If you if you don't look like you want to play football, you don't need to be playing football, man. He don't look like you want to be there. This ain't this ain't this ain't spades, man. This ain't <laughs> this ain't uh ping pong, dog. If you don't want to be there, you don't need to be there. He don't look interested at all in playing football, man. Um. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. Uh the man took the money and said, man, I'm just gonna take this money, man, and we're gonna see where what happens, man. That boy don't care. Uh, on top of that, Ma, I think the disappointing part is about that you trade away that you know your talent. You say, Hey, I'm gonna take the money so Devontae gotta go, but then you complain about not having talent when man. your best receiver, you let him go so you can get paid. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um But yeah, man, but I, I think the you know the biggest thing, man, we had a little. Well, I'll let you. What, what you? What was your takeaway from from uh, week nine in the NFL? I mean, I'm about. I, I, look, I'm going with where you going because the the, the, <laughs> big, the biggest thing that I that I seen right is um the Jets. Mm-hmm. The Jets. The six and two Jets. No, I'm no. sorry. They were five and what were they? Five and. Hold on. Going into that game, they were five and three. Okay. So they're six and three. They're game back, right? Six and three now. They're six and three now. And this is something that we've been discussing. Uh, one, I don't think anybody 
seen the Jets beating Buffalo. I mean, going to the season, we felt, you know, I ain't going to say me, but um, a lot of people been high on Buffalo. Buffalo is the, you know, the, the Super Bowl favorite at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people felt that Buffalo was going to run through the division same way that New England usually runs through the division. The NFC East is generally the weaker division, which we're seeing that they're not. Um, at this at this point, probably one of the better divisions mm-hmm. in football right now. And you know, so the question was: Is do I think um, Buffalo losing to the Jets was a bad loss? And Maul, I'm just gonna tell you, I, I do. I feel like it was a bad loss. Not saying that it does not derail Super Bowl hopes. You can lose four, <laughs> five, six, seven games, probably even eight games with a 17 game schedule, and still make it to the playoffs and still still win the Super Bowl. My, my deal is with this loss right here is that well, Buffalo is playing a first-place schedule. So, you, you know, you already beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to have to see that these division winners in these in these other conferences. And Miami is not a cupcake gang, a cupcake gang anymore, a game anymore. And so I just feel like with Buffalo, hey, you got to be able to put your stranglehold on this, on, on your division, but you got to put your stranglehold on the AFC because mm-hmm. now you're about to get into the part of your schedule to where these are the games where we felt now we're about to get into the 50-50 games. Like where we, I can see Buffalo losing this game. I can see Buffalo losing that game. And Buffalo does not play well in close games. Mm-hmm. So if Buffalo just so happened to go into the playoffs and now they got a third or a fourth seed, I think them not having home field advantage can be the difference of them going to the Super Bowl or not going. And so I feel like Buffalo got to be able to win the games that they need to win so you can have some buffer room in your schedule so you can still, you know, stretch out a a second, a first or a second seed. Right now Mm -hmm. you're fighting for that one or two, and you're putting yourself in a position to where if you lose a game that you feel that, you know, that can go either way, I don't think Buffalo will make it to the Super Bowl with a third or fourth seed, you know, and not having home field advantage. And I think they need that to get there, and that's why I feel like they won't get there. Yeah, uh, um, man, this is not a bad loss for Buffalo. It's just a loss any given Sunday, man. The Jets have been playing a uh, pretty good ball this year. Um, nobody expected Buffalo to go undefeated. Um, everybody thinks Buffalo is is uh, a Super Bowl contender. Um, Vegas had them as the favorite. They're the most talented team uh, top to bottom uh, roster wise for anybody to say this is a bad loss I mean hadn't been watching football the past ever though no, teams lose this is a division game the Jets know Buffalo um, Buffalo knows the Jets um, now granted Buffalo is 0-2 in the division so that's that's not good um, if they if they finish the season 15-2 and um and I don't know the I don't know who, but the Kansas City Chiefs finished fifteen and two. I mean, they'll get they'll get the tiebreaker because they beat Kansas City head to head. But if they if they finish a game behind um Kansas City for that for that number one seed, nobody's gonna say uh I mean I'm sorry, if Kansas City finishes behind Buffalo for that number one seed, nobody's gonna say to Kansas City that was a bad loss to Buffalo. They lost to a better team. Um, any given Sunday, man. I, I don't I don't get that. Um people are uh looking at the fact that the Jets have been bad for a long time. Yeah, they've been bad, but just because we had low expectations of them going into the season and we ha- had high expectations of Buffalo going into the season, don't mean we have to keep those same expectations. We've seen them play eight, nine games. So the expectations gotta gotta evolve. Like the expectations gotta be updated. So not a bad loss at all, man. Uh, Josh Allen played an awful game against the Jets, um, and they still had a chance to win. So uh, I don't know. I hope that injury to his elbow isn't serious, because if it is, that's a wrap for Buffalo, because um, everything they do is predicated on what you know his talents. Uh, right now, they're tied with Kansas City for the number one seed um, in the AFC. Uh, it's six and two. And Miami, the Jets, and Baltimore are all six and three. So they're gonna have to win games down this stretch to keep to keep that number one seed or, or stay in the hunt. Um, but bad loss, no, not not close. Not a bad loss. Hey, hey they're gonna have to play those guys. And hey, Miami, yeah. 
Miami surging. Miami got the defense. Miami showed you, mm-hmm. hey, we can we can compete with them. If if and when we look back on this schedule, if Miami, I mean, if um, if, right, and Buffalo has a tough playoff loss, I still say this is the game that we're gonna look back on and say, Dag, if because I think you know them getting a one seed or possibly a two seed is probably gonna come down to within a game, and I think oh, yeah. this is the, this is the game right here. That if we looked at the schedule, I understand expectations change, but if we mm-hmm. look at the schedule, this is the game where you say, Man, Buffalo shouldn't have lost that one. Buffalo shouldn't have lost that one. And so that's why I say it's a bad loss. Not just saying that, hey, you know, like if this was college football, we'll say the Jets is ranked number number 20. Even though they got a great record, they're probably number 20. I mean, this is a team that started off with Joe Flacco, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know now you then you bringing in your guy they they got a whole quarterback carousel and everything mm-hmm. and, and but they still were winning, and so um and and it's this was either everybody that the Jets have beat this has been the best team that they've beat, yeah. um and so now this makes their 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 record a little more you know um valid based on who they beat so I think I'm gonna come back to this game uh in probably about nine or ten weeks when Buffalo gets into the playoffs and I'm gonna say. Uh, this might be the one that I put the star by because both this is the one, this game right here. And let me let me go in here. Another another skinny take. The Jets losing to Buffalo is gonna be the reason why the Buffalo Bills will not make the Super Bowl or win it, because they would not have home field advantage. So the only way Buffalo makes the Super Bowl is if they have home field? Absolutely. They're gonna have to go through the for Buffalo to make the Super Bowl, the road through the AFC is gonna have to go through Orchard Park. If it's not going through Orchard Park and Buffalo goes on the road, I don't see the Buffalo Bills winning. You did see Buffalo play in Kansas City last year, right? Yeah, and they lost. A game they should have won. I, I mean, there's a lot of things I should have done, but I ain't do it. Hmm. <laughs> you... <laughs> there's a lot of things I should have done, look, Bob, man, but I ain't look, do it. Look, 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 man. Look, man. They needed a miracle from God to win that game. That game was over. They won in Kansas City. They won won again. Dog, that game was won. Hey. Hey, Mo. That game was won. Hey, Mo. It's not. No, they do not have to be at home to get to the Super Bowl. They are are talented. They have all the talent in the world. If they don't get home field, that's fine. I still think they should be Super Bowl contenders. Um. You know, a bad a bad loss is Kansas City losing to the Colts. That's a bad loss. Oh yeah, that was definitely a bad loss. That's a bad loss. A bad loss is Tampa Bay losing to Pittsburgh. That's a bad loss. Hey, but the, 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 the Bills losing to the Jets is not a bad loss, man. Hey, the Colts were a playoff team last year. We had better expectations. Still a bad loss. This is the Jets we're talking about. And Buffalo does See? not win. And Buffalo does not win close games, Ma. It don't matter who it is. If the game is close. Buffalo is not going to win it. Chances are they're not going to win the tight game. And so you're telling me if they go on the road and they end back up in Arrowhead mm-hmm. in, in, in January, okay? Yep. They end up in January, Arrowhead in January, mm-hmm. or I, it's, it's only one team I, I, I think that they probably will beat on the road if they if they, if they they get tired. I think they probably can go into Baltimore and, and beat Baltimore. Um, mm-hmm. They ain't going into Kansas City and winning. Um they probably could go into Tennessee and win, but I don't. I don't think Tennessee would be in the AFC Championship. So we talk about an AFC Championship game, and it's Kansas City, Buffalo, and if it's in Arrowhead, Kansas City will win. If it's in Orchard Park, the Buffalo Bills will win. Buffalo beat Buffalo beat Kansas City in Kansas City earlier this year. Yeah, it's a regular season, though. It's okay. So we'll okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a regular right. season. You know, hey, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I think uh, Buffalo beat Kansas City last year as well in the regular season. Yeah. I ain't mistaken. But that, that playoff football, man, hey, it better, man. It, it better be in Orchard Park. If Buffalo does not play Kansas City in Orchard Park, the Buffalo Bills would not make it to the Super Bowl. So let me ask you a question. When my when, when my man, my DSGB Trevor Lawrence, okay. goes into Kansas City this weekend and beat and, and beat them, what what is that going to be? A bad loss? It ain't going to happen. <laughs> hey, okay, hey, too hey, big to you. Hey, we'll see. Hey, 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 hey Bob. he was able to do that against Josh Herbert. That was his, and he ain't recovered since that win, man. Hey, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. Hey. <laughs> Talk to me Sunday, man, with my man, with my man Trevor going there, man. Shock, shock all y'all Kansas City people.
Man, now, Ma, now this right here, now I didn't know this right here was a thing. Uh, Anthony Davis trade rumors. It ain't a thing. It's you know some some Yahoo, uh, some Yahoo uh, says something on his on his platform and it got the world going crazy. Um, but no, that this can't be a thing. I mean, can't be. I I I don't I don't see what, like what are you, what are you gonna get for Anthony Davis um, that makes you better. I, mean, I, I, mean, I I would like to hear it. I, I've asked this question for the last two days. Ain't nobody been able to tell me. I saw I, a Hawks. I, I saw a Hawks room out there um, for John Collins and Capella for AD. Why would the Lakers do that? How does that make the Lakers better? If I'm the Hawks, I do that. I do that in a heartbeat. But why would the Lakers do something like that? That don't make no sense. I, I think the trade rumors is going around the wrong person. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, hey, hey, well, who you talking I mean, about, LeBron? Who you talking uh, about? Hey, hey, I'm just saying, hey, man, I'm listen. Did he trade LeBron? Who you talking about? No, I <laughs> mean, I, I think that, you know, the guy that makes he's, – he's playing well. And now, yeah. and being the six-man, Russell Westbrook, he's playing well. You know, he's, he's starting to look like himself, and he's embracing the six-man role. But I think his contract is the answer. I don't think he's the problem, but mm-hmm. I think his contract is the answer because you can get more pieces. You, Russ, just think about this, Ma. When have we had now unless injury? When have we had the highest paid player on a team come off a bench? When has the highest paid player be a six man? And I'm sitting there thinking about it, and like you know, was 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 Shaq the highest paid player when he when he you know? When I'm like, nah, he wasn't the highest paid player when he was coming off the bench, and and, but he was hurt in Cleveland. Um, Mm. Things like. The highest paid player on your team. I don't think you're gonna be able to find that, man. Coming off the bench. I don't think you're gonna be able to find that. Not not as a role, not as an actual six man role. No. It's not gonna happen. He's the highest paid, might be one of the highest paid players in the NBA. He's definitely top seven. The funny the funny thing is the last four games or so, man, Russ playing pretty good. Man, look at Russ out there playing good, man. Like, like they think that <laughs> Russ doing what he's doing is gonna help them win some more games. Man, come on, man. Russ is what he is. Yeah, you know, Russ, I- Russ better be playing like this so he can have some value, uh, so he can possibly stay in the league after this year. Like, man, he he doing what he do. Uh, he's shooting the ball a little better. But dog, uh, people need to stop talking about man. This ain't Russ' fault no more. You know, Russ Russ was the best player on the team tonight. Man, if y'all these guys gotta quit, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm just saying, man. Hey, they need Matt Ryan need more minutes, man. The real Matt, the real Matt Ice, man. Let Matt hey, Ice probably do, man. They need yeah. some more spacing out there, man. Because AD and LeBron, it's all jump shots, man. They can't get to the rim. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they, either either they need to post up more, or they need to get some shooting out there. Some some kind of way they got they got to get themselves easier buckets. Uh, they they got to do something. Now. And I've said this. This is gonna segue to our, to our next topic. Um. But I, I think the Lakers should have made this move here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this right here hurts me, Ma. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Th- this hurts me. That we're in a place right now where Dwight Howard goes to Taiwan. That out of 32 teams in the NBA, let's call it 64 centers in the NBA, I can't name 64 centers model in the NBA right now that's better than Dwight Howard in year mm. 19. I can't name 64 of them. And the Lakers had a winning formula. You know, I, I say this all the time, Ma. They had a winning formula at, at LeBron at point guard. He put AD to the four. I think Dwight Howard could fill that role at the five um, mm-hmm. and, and definitely help things out. Then you get Bron two shooters or so, and Bron can lead the show and go ahead and be the point guard. You know what I'm saying? The point guard out there. Um I think this is even more disrespect, man, that Dwight Howard is going to have to end his career, and I hope he doesn't, mm. in Taiwan and not be on an NBA team's bench or an NBA floor playing basketball, man. And this, it, this ain't it, right, man. This ain't it, right, man. It goes back to the last show, uh, maybe the first show, we were talking about the, the most disrespected players in NBA history. Though this goes right along with it, man. Like this is no the greatest basketball player from Georgia in my lifetime 
to end his NBA career like this. Like nobody gave him a call. Um, no, nobody can can use 15, 20 minutes from Dwight. Um, there are a bunch of, bunch of washed up centers out here in this NBA. <laughs> bunch of them, bunch of them roaming the NBA, just sitting on the bench. Like this guy can actually play right now. Like he can play. Like why is DeAndre Jordan on the roster? Because he got you know he's more personable with with other NBA guys. That's the only way because he got relationships. That that has to be the only reason DeAndre Jordan is is still in the NBA. Because if you've seen him play the last three years, DeAndre Jordan is awful. But he keeps getting jobs. He's getting jobs. And I guess I guess that's because again people like him and people are kind of turned off by Dwight. But man, this is embarrassing, man. Um, I hope I hope this in some kind of way um, benefits Dwight financially, um, helps him. Uh, I don't know, helps him in some kind of way that I can't see right now. But this is this is this is awful, man. Uh, hate it for him, man. Ho- hopefully, uh, I don't know what kind of season Taiwan has, but maybe he can go over there for a couple games or a season, and maybe come back for somebody in the stretch run for the NBA uh, before the NBA playoffs. But yeah, this is embarrassing, man. It's it's, it's terrible. And and just going back to the Lakers, Mal. If you Zubac, the Lakers can't stop <laughs> Zubac. The Lakers can't stop Zubac, Mal. <clears throat> yeah. Zubac had a time. What was what's the mean? I had a time last night when the Lakers play the Clippers. They cannot stop. Zubac, the Lakers get out rebounded, man. They they have no interior defense. Donovan Mitchell was getting to the bucket, man, at will against the Lakers. And the Lakers, once he got inside, it was nothing that they could do. They was fouling, right? And and the Lakers need to call. <laughs> Zubac had like a twenty and seventeen game against the Lakers. <laughs> Come on, man. And Anthony Davis is telling you, I don't want to play center. I'm not a center. I'm a power forward. I don't even want to be on the block like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll get it, man. Like yeah. I said, I hope I hope in some way it benefits him for going over there. Um, but man, this this says a lot. This says this really says how the NBA, uh, what they really think about the white man. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Now, Ma, you're going to get excited about this, man. Um, oh, Milwaukee. man. Milwaukee suffered their first loss. Uh, oh, who, who, man. Who did they, they lose to, Ma? Hey, man, they lost to my Hawks, man. Hey, shout out to the Hawks doing doing what nobody else could do uh, so far this year. Uh, they play they play really well, man, even without Trey, without Bogey. Uh, Kongu was out here putting, putting Giannis on posters, man. Uh, Giannis better watch his head when when the Kongu's out there, man. Double O ain't playing around that rim. Um, Dejounte Murray, man. Uh, I thought I thought, unlike a lot of people, a lot of people wanted a wait and see approach. You know, took the wait and see approach. But I thought him and Trey would be good together. And Dejounte has been really good um, this year. Trey is Trey is still trying to figure it out. Um, I think he will. But Dejounte, man, getting to the rim. Uh, stopping, you know, with the mid range, getting people, getting people involved. Dog, his defense. Until until you see, like you you hear, um, Dejounte one of the best defenders in the league. You hear it, um, but unless you you see it on a daily, man, the boy's arms are so long. He he try <laughs> he he tries to poke everything out. If you if you turn your head and you don't know where he is, he's poking it out and it's going the other way. Don't throw a lazy pass. Uh, on the court, or he's gonna try to get it. Um, Dejounte Murray is is impressive, man. Um, but yeah, man, they won that game. AJ Griffin, the young fella, had like twenty four off the bench. <laughs> you know, he got some minutes. Um, good win, man. Good win for them, man. Uh, even without Trey, uh, we still fix this this Giannis problem, man. Because Giannis, <laughs> no one man can stop him. Uh, but if you if you just stay in front of them and make them go around you, build that wall, which we did pretty effectively on, on uh, uh, what was that Monday? I think it was. Uh, you you have a chance, man. So shout out to the Hawks, man, for for getting that done. Hey, Ma, you know why why we on air, man? We we got some breaking news, and I don't know if you've seen this, man. So you know we're gonna jump right into this, man. Um, mm-hmm. 
Jacques Vaughn has been hired as the coach of the Brooklyn Nets, man. How you feel about it, man? I think complete, complete reverse, of course, from the Ime Udoka uh, hire that that was supposed to happen. They said that Jacques Vaughn is going to be their man, and he's the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, man. What's your thoughts on it? About time. I mean, what else? What else, Jock got to do, man? They 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 passed over Jock for for Kenny Atkinson. They yep. passed over Jock for Steve Nash. Like, yep. man, they they would talk about Ime uh, Yudoka coming in there after all that Boston stuff. Like, come on, man, what Jock got to do? Jock been there, been there. Jock been there, man. Give give this man a chance. Like, stop passing over the guys that been there, man. Cause you think some shiny over in the other showroom, man. Come on. Uh, ho- hopefully he can he can turn this thing around for them, man. Uh, they have been playing better since Steve Nash has been gone. Is that credit to to Jacques Vaughn? Uh, you know who knows, but he got to have something to do with it. So credit to him, man. Good job, man. I'm hey, glad he did that. Definitely happy that he got the job, man. Like I say, yeah, he been that's been that six years, man. He just <laughs> <laughs> they say, yeah, Jock, you know. We want you here, but, you know, we just yeah. think that this guy might be, you know, Jock, um, you know, just get a little bit more experience on the bench, man. We'll come. Come on, and, man. You know, and and, and you, you passing over the man that's been rocking with you, man, for the for the longest. And so I don't think it should have been a hard choice. Um, no, and, it should not when the CE may, you know, say, hey, we about to come in and, you know, we're going to hire you, Doka, as the head coach and go and get him in. It's like, dang, like another little stab. That would have so, been a, such a slap in the face to Jock, man. Such a slap in the face. Hey, we we getting, we getting the hot coaches. We ain't getting the best one that, that believes in our culture that's been rocking with us. We just going to always get the hot name. So, uh, Jock Vaughn, man, hey, congratulations. Yeah, congrats, Jock. Well deserved, man. Ma, episode three in the books, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Hey, hey, man. Hot takes, cold takes. Your takes, my takes. Over here, all takes matter. (laughs) Hey, y'all take it easy, man.